0: Hey, everybody. Before we get started in our next level podcast, I wanted to let you know that we just released our brand new ebook and it's all about coaching, about how do you select the right coach. For some of you, been very interested in getting a good coach and it's great to get a good coach, but the right coach for the right situation. So go check it out. It's a free ebook on McIntyre on the MichaelMcIntyre.com themichaelmcintyre.com and check it out it's free download it for yourself it's under books and you're going to enjoy it thank you this is the next level podcast a place for business leaders entrepreneurs and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life here's your host Michael McIntyre Welcome everybody. Welcome to the Next Level Podcast. This is your humble host, Michael McIntyre, and we are all excited as we are every week. Hey, listen, you guys are you guys are in for a treat today. We've got the Top Gun cat himself. That's right, I said it. He's Top Gun. He's Top Gun all around, uh, and he's literally Top Gun. Listen, this guy, his name is Ed Rush, is a decorated Marine Corps F eight A eighteen pilot. At the height of his career, he was the number one instructor instructor in the Marine Corps for one-against-one on, one dogfighting and was instrumental in training and developing for the new F-35 Lightning II Joint Strike Fighter. Come on, man. I love that. Ed has flown over close to 2,000 tactical aircraft hours with over 50 missions in combat for which he has been awarded an Air Medal. He has flown everything from small trainers to Mach 2 fighters, including a MiG 21. Who? He also flew and beat a Russian-made MiG 29 in a training session. Yeah, beat those rescues, baby. I like it. Over 320 individuals and companies from around the world have brought Ed in to help them dramatically increase profitability while simultaneously reducing waste. Clients range from small startups multi-million dollar uh multinational organizations including ceos founders political leaders sports teams national universities hollywood stars gotta know about that and one of the con- con- this is great one of the contestants on the seasons number uh seasons number one of donald trump's the apprentice ed is a best-selling author in a five times number one best-selling author He's written books on peak performance, consulting, uh, business success, productivity, and a book for Christian men. His books have been featured on CBS, Fox, ABC, NBC, and many local outlets. So I'm welcoming my Top Gun ace, baby, Ed Rush. Welcome to the Next Level Podcast, baby.
1: (laughs) Michael, awesome, man. Hey, thanks for the introduction. Look, you know, when I uh, set out in life, I really, I had three main goals. Number one, I wanted to graduate from Top Gun did that number two i wanted to create a movement that impacted thousands of people did that number three was to be on the next level podcast (laughs) happening today dude all three checks in the box
0: (laughs) come on come on thank you jesus hey listen ed you you are a a, you're just amazing i remember when uh, we first got together i guess two three years ago and you called called me up i guess i don't know what was going on maybe you were uh uh, you're trying to dead stick some F-18 somewhere. I don't know what it was, but uh, you had called me up and uh, got to come over, and we got to share some really good military coffee because coffee. you know I'm right. I'm a military guy too, and I was in the military, and uh, I think it was even strong for you. <laughs> that was, that uh, it
1: was high level, man.
0: It's yeah, baby. It's, like it's next level. <laughs> it's next level coffee. But we had a great visit. We did. We had a great visit. We were kind of hanging out in the same genre. And uh, the one thing I really enjoy with you, Ed, is you always share your, you share, you share your platform. You had me on your amazing Ed Rush show, which is killer and uh you had me on twice i think and uh which was really good and but you're always sharing your platform why why do you because and plus you know i I know we've got ideas to start a mastermind group in our genre which i think is really cool which we haven't done yet my 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 situation but um why why is it that you feel it's really important to share with other you know fellow uh christians the fellow you know fighter pilots top gun other people in your industry what what prompts you to do that
1: yeah that's cool man so i mean i'll just put it this way you know i'd say top three in my life priorities uh are mission accomplishment you know i mean when i was in the military it was all about the mission mission it was all about the target right and as a marine you were trained that mission accomplishment is paramount well when i got out of the marine corps back in 2006 and started speaking and writing and working with business owners mission was huge you know and so what i realized is I've got a vision and a mission that's huge. I'd, I'd love to see the world change. And what I realized was if I can accomplish, if I can help other people accomplish their mission, it makes it easier for me to accomplish my mission. You know, we've been given, I think God has written on your heart, in your DNA coding, a vision and a mission that he wants you to accomplish. And as you're listening to this, it's, there's one thing that God's given you that only you can do. There's no plan B there's no backup plan there's nobody else and if i can help you accomplish that it makes it easier for me to accomplish my mission and so yeah the reason i share so much is because i mean i tell this to people like i i train i've trained speakers in the past i tell people look if i can teach you some of my strategies speaking stuff and we go out and you get a deal that that both of us were trying to get you know maybe it was a 10,000 dollar speaking fee and we sure. were both going for that 10,000 deal and you get it and i don't i'll be thrilled because not only will you be, be a successful student, but but you getting that means you were supposed to get that. And, and I can go on to what I was supposed to
0: get, you know? So, so good, man. I really emphasize this because it's a rare quality. You know, uh, You know Bob Goff, one of my favorite authors, you know, he talks about love everybody always, you know, and Jesus tells us that, right? To love everybody always. And it's easier said than done, but what what I like that you do, Ed, and you really do it well too, is you just put yourself out there, and you are always about helping other people. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. Let our listeners know uh, that man, this, this guy is, is is the the real deal. And so, so Ed, tell us what I mean. All right, how long were you? How long were you Top Gun fighter jet pilot? You know, doing all that cool stuff for good old USA.
1: Uh, hey, I want to answer that, but can I react real quick to what you just said about yeah. sharing? I've got a quick thought. So you know, it's interesting. I do. So lately, I've been doing this daily show. You know, every day for an hour. And right. I had I have a whole bunch of people who come to me recently, and they said, they said, look, how, how can you do this every day? Because at the end, what what will you sell to anybody? Like you won't have anything to sell people. Like nobody will buy anything because you're you're giving. And I said, look, I said I don't know I don't know how this works in the spiritual realm, but I will tell you the more that I've been giving away, the more I've made. Like I've sold more products, <laughs> coaching and event registrations in the last two months than I have in the last two years. And this is during like a global pandemic, you know? So my, right. my point right. to everybody is like, you know, we live in this world that's so abundant. God made, I mean, we have, we have more abundance now than we've ever had ever. And I mean, even now in the middle of all of the difficulty that, that's going on, we live in this hugely abundant world, but sometimes as business owners, we get into this scarcity mindset where we're like mm. try to protect our little rice bowl. But man, if you can have a mindset where look, I love I love selling things, you do too. We love offering things and changing the world and that's really great. But but if you have a heart that you just really want to give, I'll tell you what, man, the world you can't outgive God. <laughs> the world will continue Come to give back to you what you give. And so yeah, so thank you. Thank you for that. Um. So I think your question was, I, go back to your question, because I want no, yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: I, I love you. You got me all fired up for my giving. I had, I had to go out and give something else away this afternoon. Uh. But no, uh, I want to talk a little bit about your military career. I mean, you know, being a, you know, F-18 fighter pilot, bro, just doesn't happen to everybody. So what, <laughs> you know, what happened? How did you get to be in to be in a Marine Corps, you know, a Marine and flying F-18 jets? Come on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, so part of my story, you know, when I got in the Marine Corps, I'm a very driven person. I work hard, put my time in and you know, when I got into the military, so I, I, first of all, you show up and you think, man, I'm just going to get crushed here. I mean, you show up and you've got America's best and brightest. You know what I mean? Like you walk into Mm -hmm. flight flight school, everybody's in shape. Everybody's in the prime (laughs) of their life. You know, everybody's studied. And you look around and you start to think, man, I don't know about like, uh, I thought I was good, you know, and um, but I worked hard, you know, so I went through flight school. And I did. I did pretty well. I finished first in most of the stops along along the way in flight school. And then I showed up at my first fighter squadron, which was right here. I live in San Diego. I was right here at Miramar, which is a marine base now. Uh, right where they filmed Top Gun. And I showed up at my squadron. And what a lot of people don't know about military fighter squadron. So most squadrons have 18 pilots. That's the normal number. We have 12 airplanes, 18 pilots. And there's two, there's a, there's a rank structure that you're familiar with. If you watch movies or you're in the military, like you were, Michael, you know, the rank structure is like Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel, Major, Captain, on the way down, right? So mm-hmm. in our squadron, we had one of those rank structures, but see, in a, in a military fighter squadron with fighter pilots in it, there's a different structure, rank structure, and that nobody talks about, but everybody knows. And that rank structure is who's the best pilot, right? Right, so right. So everybody knew who the captain and the colonels were, but what you really wanted to know when you showed up is who's the best. And I will tell you, I don't like telling them, tell them this part of the story, but I'll tell you, when I showed up <laughs> at my first squadron, <laughs> I was... I was the I was eighteen. I was the worst, and I was the worst by a lot. Now this is the, it's the interesting oh. part of life, right? because you you realize I don't know if you ever experienced this, but I, I mean, when you start to I, I finished to tell you the the trajectory. I finished first in ground school. I finished first in primary flight school. I finished first in intermediate flight school. I finished first in advanced flight school. So every step along the way, I was the number one guy in my squadron. So you you know at that point in life you start to think man, I'm like pretty good at this, right? And then all of a sudden <laughs> right. you show up. And now you're not with the boys anymore. You're with the men, you know? Yeah. And and gender non-specific, by the way, we had women in our squadron, right? So I'm just saying, like, I was not with the boys. I was with the men. And when I showed up in my first squadron, so the F-18 turns at about 60 degrees per second, which is jeez, this is <laughs> Crazy. fast turn. That's about <laughs> seven and a half, eight Gs. And that means you can turn completely around in three seconds. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to do that in cars while you're skidding to put it to put it. in, in. Um, And that's 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 a massive performance. What that means is if you take a 60 degree turn and break it down into three seconds, that's 180 degrees. So if you take a dogfight where two airplanes are fighting against each other, the winner in that dogfight could be the pilot who makes one decision three seconds faster. Or what's more likely is the pilot that wins is gonna be the pilot that makes three decisions one second faster. That's how that's how compressed time gets and how fast you're moving in terms of your thinking and your executing. And you're doing all this while you're maneuvering at, at seven or eight G's, you know. So, so I'm the worst. I'm the worst, right? Which means you're looking out of the back of your airplane a lot because when you're losing the airplane that's beating you is behind you, which makes it even harder. It's hard enough to fly a supersonic airplane facing forward, but it's, it's an, almost impossible to fly a supersonic airplane while facing backwards, which is where I was for about the first three to six months of my flying. Well, wow. I'm like, look, I had enough of this, man. My, my number one pilot <laughs> in my squadron was a guy named Snake Dalton, and Snake was like, he beat everybody.
0: I and dig I his and, name, man. I dig that name. That's death. a good name.
1: Yeah. He got a good call sign, man. There, most of the call yeah. signs, frankly, were very good. Most of them were making fun of people, but Snake Dalton, right? So I flew against Snake, got beat, flew against number two guy, got beat, flew against number 16 guy, got beat. I was getting beat by everybody. And I I actually got to the point where I was like, dude, this is not good. And your reputation as a pilot is based on how good of a pilot you are. And I'm like, that's it. I'm I'm done with this. So in Miramar, they have a building full of combat simulators. There's about eight simulators. It's a huge building. And they're open from 9 in the morning to 9 at night. That, that's their hours. And you can go in there and get training, but you have to get on this waiting list. And the waiting list is based on your rank level, you know. So if you're a colonel, you walk in, and you can get in whenever you want to. But if you're a little first lieutenant like I was, it's going to be tough to get in. And so I would always be on the waiting list. I can never get in and get practice. But what I realized is on Friday night from 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock, that simulator building, dude, was empty. empty. You know, because you know what pilots do on Friday at five, we all go to the O Club and hang out and have yep. a blast, right? Yep. So yep. so I said, you know what, five to nine on Friday is my time. So I used to get in the cockpit, those four hours, uh, and I would sit there, first of all, with my eyes closed, and I would memorize the location of all the switches on the airplane. Then I would start to fly, and I would start to train myself to be able to find all my weapon systems, use the radar, use all the systems without looking at it. Because I realized if I could not look down that half second I could gain, was like 30 degrees worth of turn, right? Then what I would do is get in the airplane, fly it up to altitude. I would execute perfect turns. A perfect turn in the F-18 is exactly uh, 60 to 70 degrees per second executed at 310 knots. Not 315 knots, not 305 knots. The actual number is actually 307. That number, exactly. So I would practice these perfect turns. 307, 307, 307, 307, 307. Then I would slow the airplane down. The F 18 can fly slow speed. I'm talking like 50, 60 knots, like really, really controllable down at a super slow speed. Then I would execute those turns as as well as I could. And then I would practice maneuvers like we would we maneuver called a pirouette. Uh, we have other maneuvers called double implements. I'm talking about like some advanced fighter pilot maneuvering. I would do that and I would drill it. And so I would cool. It and I would so drill cool. it and I would practice it and I would drill it. And all of a sudden, you know what? I started to win. And then I started to win more. Next thing you know, I'm an instructor. Next thing you know, I'm a section leader. Next thing you know, I'm off to Top Gun. And by the time I got back from Top Gun, I was hired <laughs> by the, num- by the we have a school in the Marine Corps like Top Gun. I was hired by this school. This is three years. Three years into my fighter pilot career, I was hired by this school to be the number one instructor in the entire Marine Corps for one against one dogfight. That was so three awesome. years. So going from awesome. the worst to the best. And I can tell well, you, when, when I tell that story, it's not because I'm trying to pat myself on the back. It's simply to show you the power of foundational principles, right? The things yeah. that work work when you implement them, and that was really the difference for me.
0: Yeah, and it it's called, you know, it's called perseverance, right? And and doing whatever you have to take instead of going out to the club on Friday nights you were in there doing the work, putting in the time and persevering in that. And that's so important. You know, by the way, I was number 1 in recess all the way up until the 8th grade, you know. <laughs> and then I got I got knocked off that by by some bully on recess. But anyways, uh, I digress. But <laughs> that look, that's awesome. I love that because in business, as you know, that that you've built this career on, you've got to persevere. You've got to put in the time. You've got to put in the work. You've got to figure out what what's not working and what is working. So when, when these when these corporations and these companies and these CEOs call on you, what what do you find mostly, you know, and I know this is a generalization, but what is it that you find that helps them in their productivity and helps them, you know, uh cut out the waste?
1: Yeah, good. So I mean, if I go back to that little story that I just told you, there's really two things. When I come into work with a company, there's two things that that I'm focusing on. The first one I just mentioned to you, which is there are fundamental principles that work every time you implement them, period dot, they just do, right? So we live in a world. If you go to the average podcast or you go to the average like self-improvement guru guy's website, you will, we live in a world that loves, loves the word hack, right? Hacking by hacking your body. Hacking mm-hmm. your lead generation, hacking your you know uh, productivity, hacking your and I look, I'm all about shortcuts. I'll get to that in a second, but but we live in a world that's like just give me the shortcut. Well, the truth is, it's really difficult to get to the shortcut without the foundation, you know. And when yeah. it comes to business, there are simply principles that exist on planet Earth that were put there from the very beginning at creation, that yeah. work and simply work every single time. So. We live in a world, again, and, and you know what, the, the frustrating thing about this little shortcut thing that I just mentioned is, very sadly, this has infected the church as well. You will have people who, who will um, spend a lot of look, I pray, so don't get me wrong about what I'm about to say, that will spend a lot of time, l- let, me, let me give you an example. So I'll, I'll say it to you this way. So I have two boys. I have, I have four kids. Two of them are boys. My boys are 13 and 11. And there are some right. things within my power as a father to deliver to them. So if my boys came to me and said, Hey, dad, can we go out tonight? Like we're going to do actually. And can we go play some baseball? So I'm going to take them down to the field. We're going to practice for about an hour, some hitting, little running, little throwing, little catching, but see, that's in my power to do. I've got the keys of the car. You know, I've got the keys right. to the schedule. And if they say, Hey, can we go play baseball? And I, I, I can't do that. Well, I say, Hey, look, I can't do that tonight. Well, that's, in my power to do that. But like, if my boys came to me and said, hey, dad, I really, we really want our room to be clean. Like, we really want our room to be, to be clean. Can you, <laughs> can you make the room clean? I'm going to say, look, boys, get your butt into the room and clean <laughs> it." Right. room, right? Right. And so, and so I'm, I was kind of getting into the, into the Christian world for just a second, but back, back out of it. Th- this has infected, the Christian world is right now a world of people asking their father to clean the room. Okay, yeah, that's good. And there are things, look, Deuteronomy 8.18 8, says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. It's interesting in that verse that God didn't say he's the one who, when you ask him, will give the wealth without you going to get it. See, God gives you the good. power to get wealth. The answer to your prayer about money as a believer is in there. God's saying, hey, look, I'm giving you the power. That means you go get it. That means you get the okay. power, Right. So you go clean the room. And that's what I mean about like some, some things are in your power to give and some things aren't. And so, so back to the business owners, there's fundamental principles that work. There's message, to market match, man. There's, the, there's messaging. There's the way that you communicate. There's the media that you use to communicate, right? I mean, we're, we're using a podcast now instead of a postcard sent through the mail because things are working now the way, the way that they weren't before, you know? And so there's fundamental Good. principles, but then back to that story about flying fighter jets, there's also shortcuts. There actually are hacks, but you can't implement those hacks unless you've got the foundations down.
0: So good, and and it, that that happens so often. I know a lot of times, you know, uh, we see on, um, you know, people jump into the comparison spirit, right? They wanna they wanna start at the finish line. I call it, you know, not all people want to do that, but I, you know, I coach some people that say, listen, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've paid. You know, five thousand dollars to this guy to make a click funnel. I paid, you know, twenty five hundred dollars for this website. Nothing seems to work. And what you're saying is so true, Ed, because it gets down to basics, the basic fundamentals, right? Because we're all given gifts. God gives us all gifts, right? And so we want to we want to use those gifts, and we want to get them anointed, and then we want to have the authority to walk in those. And that's exactly what you're doing, and that's what you've done. And so because God's given you the gift of flying, right? Because not everybody. Is, is a pilot. You know, you could probably, there's some people who are natural pilots, as you know, and some people who are, you know, trained to be a pilot. And I imagine you had some amazing natural gifts on piloting, you know, jets. Because it takes an exceptional skill to do that, and so then you got to where you got anointed in that, and then you had the authority to where you ended up, you know, teaching in Top Gun. So I love that analogy because I think, you know, when we have those superpowers, when we have those giftings from God, He wants you to go out there and create that wealth. It's just not he's going to just dump a brick, you know, a big gold brick into your bank account someday. So you've got to get out there and do it. So that, you know, the fundamentals are sound and I love the way you, your analogy in that is really good. So let me ask you this. Let me just pivot just for a second. So I know we got together, I think it was back in February, maybe, or early March. We got together yeah. you came in Dallas and we got together and we went out and had some breakfast and, and that was just about before they named it a pandemic, I think. <laughs> Where everything like, it, it was crazy, like
1: right? two days before that, man. I flew yeah. home and all, whole I live in California, man. All of California shut down like two days. We, we ate at that little toast and jam place and then yeah. we went and had uh went and checked out our event room place too. <laughs>
0: right. So yeah, then, it was awesome. And then
1: the world shut down.
0: Yeah. And so so with that, how how have you learned to pivot in your in your you know, with your business? I mean, I know you've got this. Amazing YouTube show going on, this this thing going on in Zoom and all that, which is really cool. But what what are what are you looking out there to tell people how to reinvent themselves in this yeah. in this situation? Because I know that you know since then my coaching, mean, I, you know, I had like you know fourteen new clients come in, you know, and and you know everything from you know damage control to how to re you know how to change everything 180 degrees. So how has it worked for you in in your practice in your consulting?
1: Yeah, I mean, it goes back to this whole idea of being versatile and agile. I mean, go back to the fighter pilot thing. I mean, that's one of the things they teach you really early on, man. Flying an airplane is a million micro adjustments all happening at the same time. It's not It's not like it looks where it's smooth and all. You know, when you watch the Blue Angels fly and you're like, man, look how smooth that is. That pilot is in there. A, a, a good pilot is like a duck. Like if you look at a duck that's on top of the water, on the top, it that duck is all cool and calm and collected, but underneath, man, he's paddling like crazy, right? He, he's getting well, great,
0: after it, yeah.
1: A great entrepreneur, you look at a great entrepreneur, you're like, man, look at how cool and calm and collected that duck is. Well, <laughs> no, underneath, you're paddling like crazy. And I'll tell you, dude, when, when we got together in Dallas, it was right about then, I was speaking at an event there in front of a bunch of entrepreneurs. And it was right when this whole pandemic thing was about really accelerating. In fact, Dallas, where the event was, had just uh, closed, events to everything other than I think hundred people are less and we were a hundred people yeah. or last month and right. we got that in under the wire. And all, I remember on the airplane home, so I'd worked all weekend, usually I take a day off every week. So I was going to take Monday, that Monday off and just rest. But I said, look, when I get back from, from, from this trip and I get done on that Monday day of rest, it is on. And I will tell you uh, every business owner I knew that was successful, that successfully pivoted back in March, did so, I mean this, they did it within about three to five days. I'm talking like wow. massive reinvention and I went immediately. I mean, the first thing I did, so I do, I, I have an event business essentially, you know what I mean? So I do live events. That's my bread and butter. And I'm like, right. well, guess what? Live event world is going to go away. I had an event scheduled in April and I had over 100 people registered for this event that I didn't even know what, what I was going to do with at the time. Um, the, the good, great news on this, by the way, that 100 people over two months turned into 160 people. 100% delivered on that <laughs> event, delivered 100% online, uh, streaming on Zoom. Uh, anyway, so I came back, immediately launched the daily show streaming live every single day for an hour on mm-hmm. YouTube. Second thing, relaunched my podcast. Third, went back to emailing my list on a consistent basis. I launched a weekly email called the Weekly Flight Brief, which is all of my tips, strategies, and tips for productivity, for building your brand, for building your business, for using uh, online media. That was launched all that was launched within like about a week i'm telling you man i'm like a paddling underneath awesome. the surface like a duck, <laughs> uh, week and then for about a month i just spent most of my time engaging uh, with the world and building my list i didn't make an offer i didn't offer an event i didn't do anything and then literally a month into it i made my very first i i, I offered a course for about 197 dollars it wasn't even expensive very inexpensive course and I had over 40 people, or sorry, over 30 people invest in that course on one single show. Then wow. right after that launched my online event called The Ultimate Speaker, had 160 people on that one. And then right after that launched another event which I'm actually coming to Dallas to do next week called The Big Pivot. So it was fast and furious. But what the point is, is see all the stuff that I had learned, like the business building, entrepreneurship, marketing stuff, see, all that stuff remained the same. Nothing changed except for the media, and what what changed in March when when global pandemic, pandemic, whatever you call it, hit back in March right. of 2020, what happened? What changed was the media. See, there's still the market out there. They still want to hear your message. They still yep. want to know what you have to say about the world. They still want their lives to be changed. And whether you work in health or dieting or fitness or relationships or business or consulting or entrepreneurship or you own a big corporation that sells widgets or products or services, see. The market's still there. It's just that That's the way to right. communicate to the market totally changed. And so fundamentally, the entrepreneurs I was coaching, especially me and the, and the handful of my coaching clients, I, we just shifted the media, the way that you were getting in front of your market. And I'll tell you, man, all of a sudden, it was cool because in the same moment we were all shifting media, it was like, it was like the entire world for the last five years was asleep. And all of a sudden, boom, it's like they just woke up. <laughs> you know? And so not only did the media become more effective, but everybody started responding more. So it actually worked out, I think, even better.
0: Awesome. It's so true. I mean, it it really, I mean, I I, I saw some memes, you know, right after everything went crazy and everybody got locked down, you know, I think one showed uh, Tom Hanks, you know, suddenly everybody was an evangelist, you know, on on (laughs) Facebook, you know, and, but it's true. I mean, you, you have to, you've got to be able to be a quick change artist is what I call it, you know, and that's what you did Ed. you jumped right in and, and started, I love your show that you've got going on now. T- tell everybody about your show and what you do. And cause I think it's really cool and I want them to be able to find it too.
1: Oh, cool. Thanks for that. Yeah. So I have a daily show right now and, and it might not be daily forever, but at least I've committed to doing it for the time being Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock Pacific one Eastern. I, I stream on YouTube. It's called Ed talks live and you can actually go to, Find it. It's just my name, Ed E D, and then talks T A L K S live dot com. And when you go there, that takes you right to my YouTube page. I'm on episode 55, actually, right now. Believe it or Come not. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what I, when I love, what what you do on there is what what's really amazing because you. You know, of course, you're a pilot. You're an F-18 guy. I mean, you're you're all that. You're you're pretty internet savvy too. I mean, you know how to work this system. Because when I was on there, you would put people's questions up there. You you know, how long did it take you to figure all that out? Because I I'm I'm just mesmerized by all that.
1: It's interesting that you said that because I used to be really daunted by technology, and I have a web team and stuff. So it's not like I'm doing all this stuff on my own. But I will tell you. Most entrepreneurs I know feel constrained by resources. You know, they feel like, gosh, if I could only, you know, if I could only figure out like Instagram or if I could only figure out how to use <laughs> right, this thing. Right, And And you know what? It's amazing what you can learn in an afternoon of dedicated focus, man. Block yeah. off one to five this afternoon. Turn off your blankety blank phone. I'm talking like turn it <laughs> right. off. It turns off. I don't know if you know that or not. It actually turns off. Turn that <laughs> There's off. A turn that off. And just say, like, I did this, I did this with, um, I do um, quite a bit on Instagram now with, with our, with these show clips. And by the way, I get, I get about eight times more visibility on the short version. I, what I do is I take this little show that we're, that I'm doing that you were on. You've seen this. I break it up into about three to five short clips. And then I pump it back out on social media. I'll get several hundred people that'll watch the show on YouTube. And then over on Instagram, I'll put like a five-minute clip on there, and bam, I'll get like 800 people that'll watch that clip. It's crazy, right. man. And that's But what, I didn't that's know so how to cool. do any of that stuff, but I just learned how to do it because you can just figure it out. I mean, you can figure all this stuff out online for free now. And, I know. Um,
0: I, it, and, and, so, and, and you know, don't even I need I to, 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 to be,
1: to be, to be, be that be smart. smart. Look, I and, failed and, kindergarten.
0: <laughs> You're funny. Hey, what? What I? But I, I believe it, though, Ed. Uh, but but what? What I want our listener? I want our listeners to learn know out there because I know I've got some gensers out there, and millennials that know how to walk around there. But I also have some people in their 40s and 50s and 60s that are listening. Listen, I get it. I I used to be very intimidated by the social media aspect and how to figure this stuff out, how to place ads. But what Ed's saying is so true. That's some golden nugget right there. Just just sit down there and, and, and you can learn it. You don't have to master it, but you'll learn it. And as you go through it, the nice thing is if you make a mistake, nobody cares. You know, yeah. uh, it, it, It's and, and truly, you know, I think costs, uh, the cost to run these ads and stuff is pretty, is still pretty low compared to other advertising,
1: isn't it? Really inexpensive. I mean, it's gone down a lot, actually. The funny thing about online advertising. So, Amazon was the biggest advertiser online on Facebook and on uh, Google, which is also YouTube and Amazon pulled all their ads about three months ago. It I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude, like ad costs dropped by about 40 to 60% in the last two months. So if you want to do some online ads and I'll just tell you when it comes to, I have a team, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I have a team full of people, but my typical approach as an entrepreneur is really simple. I usually try to figure it out myself first. And then I systematize it and pass it on to a team member, right? So like, for example, all those little clips that you see on my Instagram page, I I figured out how to cut those things down. I figured out how to load them up. And now I have a team member that spends half of her day basically doing that. But my point is, a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, you go hire the person. And, and look, there's plenty of stuff I don't know how to do, like building websites and stuff. But the basics like that, little things like posting on LinkedIn, engaging with your Folks, you know, um, building, list building stuff. I usually try to figure that stuff out and then I pass it on to a team member because then I know if they're doing the right job or not, too.
0: Yes, yes, yes. You know, what I call, you know, what I, I always, one of the things I always teach people is as a CEO or as a manager, as an executive, even entrepreneur, you need to inspect what you expect. Right. So you need to know something. You need to know that, you know, at least the lexicon, you need to know what they're talking about. And so you can go in there and help that because, you know, for a while, as you know, it was the wild, wild west out there. I mean, you know, most of us didn't know have a clue. So we'd pay, you know, big money to these ad agencies to put stuff out there when, you know, all we had to do was learn a little bit. So. That's so good. All right, so I want to I want to pivot now. I'm going to pivot again. All right, so you know you've got the successful business. You got your books. I want to talk about you know your books and how they're going. And I know the one book that I got uh, a miracle in 24 is it 24 days to make a miracle is that the title of the book? I think you gave it the to title me. Title is uh, uh,
1: 21 Day Miracle: How to Change Anything in Three Short Weeks.
0: Yes. I love that title. So, give me the tell me the inspiration of that book, and 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 where can people get those things? I'm sure they just go to your website and get order them, or Amazon, or wherever. But that book is amazing, and and that you brought that book to me and hand delivered it, and even wrote a really nice uh, pithy uh, <laughs> thing statement in there, which I appreciate that. So, go ahead, share about that book. Cause I think it's powerful.
1: Yeah. So the so the short version on that book. So yeah, you can get if you go to my website, it's edrush.com. Uh, or you can just go to Amazon and type in the book's called 21 Day Miracle. And my name's Ed Rush. So if you put those two things together, you're going uh, to get my book. Yeah. So, so that's my fifth book. And I will tell you, it is um, it's by far my most successful book, probably by a factor of 10. It's also my best book, probably by a factor of 10. And uh, <laughs> that book is is all by itself it, its own miracle. And I'll just tell you, it, it's amazing it's amazing what God will deliver to you if you give yourself the space for him to deliver it. So Come on. that book started with two journeys of mine. The first journey was I decided to do a 21 day water only fast. I did that mm. about four years ago. Um, literally 21 straight days. only thing I had it for 21 days was water and sparkling water. Um, <laughs> and that all by itself, I don't know, if it, 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 as you're listening to this, if you've fast tried fasting, um, or in any format, I, that process for me was fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. The, the depth wow. in prayer life. I mean, what comes out of something like that was amazing. And, um, and then what I did about a year later is I took 21 days completely off the grid. Literally. I, I sent my phone to my assistant and I disappeared in Colorado for, uh, for three, three weeks. Um, oh
0: my, I'd and, love to do that. <laughs>
1: I mean, I didn't check my email, no phone. I mean, my wow. I was connected to my family, um, and 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 was communicating with them. So it wasn't like I, I just left the kids and everything. But, uh, but I, but I really took took that time off, and I spent I dedicated that time to really just spending time with the father and just enjoying him. And I spent a lot of time up in the mountains. And on the last day, I was driving home. It was a two day trip back. Uh, home and i'm i'm talking like dude i was like an hour and a half away from home and literally as i'm driving home it just pops into my head 21 day miracle how to change anything in 3 short weeks and i'm like well that's a good title for a book i Come got on. back my goal was to was to go start with an idea and the idea was the title that i just gave you and i and i and i went from idea to best selling book in and my goal was to create was to go from idea to number one best selling book in 21 days. We actually did it in 20 days. Um, <laughs> so I went literally sat down and started writing a book. And 20, 20 days later, it was the number one best selling book in its category. It didn't it didn't leave the number one spot in its category for six more months. At one point, it was Amazon's number one business book. I uh, was tw- the number 22 book over all books on Amazon i sold almost 30,000 copies of that book. It's just totally taken the world awesome. by storm. It's crazy what happens when you pay attention to what God says. <laughs>
0: Come on, so, I love that. Good, I love that. Good first step. <laughs> what,
1: what,
0: what I love about you, Ed, is God really made you to be a driver. You know, you said that at the beginning of the uh, podcast. You're you're driven, and I love that. And that you know that, and God blessed you with that drive. You know, that's how you came from last place, number 18. At, at Top Den School to number one and being an instructor. So that, listen, audience, this is important. You know, whoever you are out there, and maybe you're not as driven, but maybe you've got an idea. And if you just listen to the Lord and spend some time with the Lord, that's what you did, Ed. I mean, 21 days in the mountains, man, I, you know, you you know, you know, you're, you're out there. And so, you, you know, who else do you have except God, right? And you get to listen to that. What I love though, is you listen to this and then, and then you set a goal for yourself. So are you, do you consider yourself very goal orientated? Is that how you get yourself motivated?
1: Most of the time. I mean, so it just depends on the given task and the mission, that particular, that particular goal, I knew what I wanted to create. Again, it was my fifth book. So I, I already know how to edit books. I know how to get covers created. I know how to launch books on Amazon and I built a team around me that was gonna be able to do this this well. Sure. I mean we, we built a whole website, we built a bunch of videos. There was a lot that went along with this project in a short period of time. Uh and I'm just really it was just an honor just to be able to do that as quickly. And it's good. I mean you read the book. It's a good it's not like it's like a couple hundred pages. It's like not Michael yeah. was thrown together. And the right. book is no, designed to really show you good. how to accomplish great big goals in a short period of time and um good. yeah i mean it came it started with a conversation from with god i mean ultimately that 21 days for me wasn't i, w- I didn't go out there like okay lord you got to give me a book title <laughs> i went out there because i just wanted to see what happened what happened if i just dedicated some time to me being with god you know um i'm no good and by the way look as you're listening to this you should i don't want you to feel Gosh, man, I only did that for like two hours yesterday. Like, this isn't your opportunity to feel like you made any mistakes or anything. I'm just telling you what I did. And maybe it'll be a little fuel for your journey. Maybe try for a day, you know? Yeah. I mean, I said I for a full year before I went on that little 21-day journey, I, I for a full year, I dedicated one full day of my work week just to spend time with God, okay? It was usually like a Thursday or Friday. And I would do like nine to five, like my normal day. And I would just go away with my journal and my Bible and just like a tar and just spend some time. And, and that for me was like training up for a longer period of time. But I'll tell you, some amazing things happen with some solitude, even a day. Just you getting alone with God. Look, you're, the whole world is designed to distract you. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, the news media. Are you kidding me? So, so one of the first things I do with the folks that I work with is like help them create some schedule priorities. Like for example, it there's not a month go by goes by that I don't give myself at least a seven day fast from the news and social media. I'm I'm just at the end of one of those. I literally looked at the news today for the first time and I'm like, well, nothing's new. You know? <laughs> right. so, okay, so like everybody's still offended about everything. There's one thing. Right. Everyone is still angry. The political party still can't figure yep. out. How to get along, you know. And everything's outrageous, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Like, True. oh, yeah. It's that I nothing. I didn't miss anything, you know. That's right. And my that's right. Is is just you getting away from? Look, the enemy's got an agenda for your life, and God's got an agenda for your life. And the enemy's going to broadcast his agenda through social media and and um, and through the news. And God's going to give you His agenda through His Word, you know. So, so you good, figure out for you which agenda you're interest, most interested in, and that's where you're going to spend your time. So
0: good, listen, get, uh, brothers and sisters, this is good, good, quality sermon right here that really is, and Ed, I, <laughs> I just want you to know I mean you are you 're good, and uh, I'm, i can 't wait to, I know that you 're going to be in Dallas next week, and I get to go out and hang out with you and watch you in action at the top gun set uh out there at your uh, seminar, so I want you to tell everybody what you got going on, what 's coming up. Uh, this is going to air, I believe it 's going to air uh probably late June. Uh, but i want to I want you to tell everybody what 's going on in ed rush 's life and and again, I want you to tell everybody how they can contact you and I want you to share it because what you have what you offer is valuable and listen listeners, you guys need to check this guy 's website out and find out where he 's at if you can sign up for his courses watch the YouTube daily. I like that daily show and so ed give us give us the give us the last bit of golden nuggets that you 've got here about Ed Rush.
1: Cool. Thank you for the invitation to do this, by the way. So my stuff all revolves around three things. Uh, the first one's mindset, the second one's skill set, and the third one is action set. Those all go together. So you'll have a lot of people that teach mindset, which is fine, um, but don't give you the actual tools. I like teaching tools. So I teach my entrepreneurs how to write books, how to be consultants and get paid for your time instead of getting paid for what you're doing. Um, I teach people how to uh, speak and, and share their message, how to use social media, how to be an entrepreneur, you know the, the skills, and then I teach people how to take action. So it's really those three things. The event that you're going to come to uh, will have come and gone by the time we do this, uh, yes. this podcast, which is fine because I typically do an event about every three months. That's my normal uh, window. My next event I think is going to be in August. Uh, it's almost definitely going to be virtual. Um, the last event I did virtual was incredible. Uh, we actually spaced it out over the course of a couple weeks for about an hour and a half each day. It was really a very impactful event, delivered in a way that people could really digest it. But the best thing to do, frankly, is just go to edrush.com. It's like the easiest website to remember. So it's my name, E-D-R-U-S-H.com, right in the center of that website. Uh, There's a place where you can throw your name and your email in there. Do me a favor. Uh, When you fill that box in, you're going to get an email from me. It's an automated email that will come from my team email address. That's support at edrush.com do me a favor when you when you go there and put your email in shoot me a reply back and let me know that you found me from next level podcast i read those emails okay so i'm not like there's a lot of people out there that man when the customers emails come in they sort of i read and respond to every email okay so that's all awesome. i'd love to hear what you so to say. and if you want to email me directly you can it's just coaching at edrush.com so literally that's my team members don't check that email. I check that email. So if you want to contact me, you're welcome to do that as well. Coaching at edrush.com. So the two places I recommend you go, just go to my home plate, edrush, all my stuff there, my books, the daily show, all that stuff. And then if you just want to contact me directly, I gave you the email for that as well. Just keep that between us. Okay. So like don't, you know, go post that out online or anything, but I'd love to just (laughs) get to know you. See how I can serve you. And like I said in the beginning, you accomplishing your mission in the world, is going to help me accomplish my mission, and we've got a big goal. I mean, part of my part of my vision is really to transform the way we lead. We haven't talked about that today, but you know, our country is in desperate need of good, godly leaders that love God Amen. and love people. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm very um, active right now in, in tr- trying to identify and raise leaders up for leadership. So that's another part of my mission. But yeah, we, so we can get another show. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: well I, obviously we're going to have to have another show and talk about leadership, man, because I love that. I love, love that. And we do need, we do need godly men and godly women to rise up here in this country and, and, and lead in, in that biblical sense and lead from, from that. And uh, yeah, I'd love that. So Ed, I just want to say thank you, man. Thank you for taking the time out. Ed Rush, you're a gentleman and a scholar You're a godly man, and we just wish you the best of luck on all you're doing. And uh, thank you so much for spending time today with us at Next Level Podcast. Man, you truly are Next Level, bro. Thanks, my man.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Michael.
0: Hey, friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com.